Thank you, worship team. How many of you in here? Oh, the children? Ready? Miss Marilyn, Miss Mark, ready for the children's to uh, go to children's church? Y'all be blessed. Have a good time. All right. How many of you in here are filled with the Holy Spirit? All right, this is what I want you to do. Start praying in the Spirit. Just for a couple minutes. Just start praying in the Spirit. Just begin to reverberate this room, this atmosphere, with prayer right now. Just begin to pray. Begin to lift up your voices and pray. Keep praying, keep pushing. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, y'all keep praying. Keep praying. Right now in the name of Jesus, we come to you. We come to you to shatter, annihilate the plan of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. God, we come against every hindering spirit. We come against every confusion spirit. We come against every lazy, sleepy spirit. We come against everything that will distract us from the word of God. God, we stand in agreement. We stand in a, with your authority that you have given us as men and women of God. God, we come right now boldly speaking into this atmosphere, into this atmosphere right now. That Satan, you will cease your maneuvers right now. See, somebody's got to take authority when things are a little bit off. Somebody's got to stand in the gap. Somebody's got to pray. Somebody's got to push through. So right now, God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to exalt your name. We want to exalt you above and beyond any and everything that's in this room, in this atmosphere. In fact, we expel it right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we ask that your Holy Spirit just flood this place. Consume us, consume us, consume us. Right now in the name of Jesus, no weapons formed against us shall prosper. None. No weapons formed against us shall prosper. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So God, I imagine right now in the name of Jesus, we're beginning to make hell a little bit nervous because we're speaking out with authority. We're speaking out against any and every attack that has come against this body on this day. Not anything that happened yesterday, but everything that's come against us on this morning, Lord God. God, you have given me a word. It's stirred in my spirit and it's troubled my spirit. But I will speak forth what you have given me to speak. And I pray right now over the body of believers that are residing in this body right now that they have hearts and ears to hear what you have placed on my heart this morning. God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. And we give you glory. There's something off this morning. There's something leaning to the left or leaning to the right. There's something off. 
I ain't saying nobody did it. I ain't saying nobody brought it. I'm saying it's here. And I can't move forward until we break it because I'm not going to. Because that's not the will of God. God sent me here with this message on this morning to shake up some stuff. So if you're not awake and receptive to hear, what am I here for? Come on. So I just, just declare and decree right now that you will get outside yourself, shake yourself, get yourself in the right mind, in the right place, and begin to pray till we break this thing. We need a breakthrough before I can go through. Come on. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not tired. I ain't quitting. I'm ready. So let's begin to pray in agreement. Let's begin to pray in agreement. Pray like it was your child. Pray like it was your sister, your brother, your mother, your father. Pray like there was something hindering their freedom. Pray. Just begin to pray. Keep praying. If you're praying, keep praying. Keep pushing through. Somebody's life depends on it. Keep pushing through. Somebody breaks through. (laughs) Somebody needs a breakthrough in this house. Somebody needs a breakthrough now. Somebody needs a breakthrough. Keep praying. Keep praying, keep praying. I don't have anything to be rushed about. Nothing. I just got a little bit to say and the Holy Spirit's gonna do the rest. Keep praying. Keep praying. If you can't think of words to say, just say Jesus. Call Jesus. Just keep praying. Holy Spirit, have your way. 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 I feel like I want to run. Ain't nothing happened that I can see visually, but I feel like I want to run as if we're making headway. So y'all keep praying. Keep praying. Sometimes we got to put religion down and be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Got a trick for the enemy. 
that he didn't see coming because I didn't see it coming. Keep praying. And as you're praying, I'm just going to read scriptures. Crystal, we had this done before. We did this before. I'm going to start reading. And when I start reading, I'll start giving you what Holy Spirit has given me. Just just keep praying. Y'all looking at me like I got ten heads. Y'all know how to pray? If you don't, just start crying out, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Think about your lost loved ones. Think about your sick body. Think about your finances. Think about the things that you stand in need of. That should push you on to pray. Amen. I'm going to I'm just going to begin to read scripture. I wondered why Holy Spirit had me print all of these when he only gave me one scripture. Now I know. Isaiah 61 verses 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. He hath to proclaim liberty to the captives and to open the prison doors to them that are bound. 1 John 2 and 20. But ye have an unction from the Holy Spirit and ye know all things. I'm just going to pick scriptures and read them. Joel 2 and 28. And it shall come to pass after that, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Exodus 29 and 7. Thou shalt not take the anointing oil and pour upon his head and anoint him. Keep praying, keep praying. First John two twenty seven. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye not, and ye not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teaches you all things, and is truth. And is no lie. And as even have taught you, ye shall abide in me. Luke 4 and 18 is the same one I read earlier from Isaiah. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has, given, he has anointed me to preach the gospel of the poor, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering sight to the blind. Come on, keep praying. 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 Second Corinthians three and seventeen. Now the spirit is and now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. John 8, 36, so if the Son has set you free, be free indeed. All right, keep praying. Keep praying. I don't know if you all are aware, but February has been deemed uh, Black History Month. And, and I, I wondered 
how I was going to, how Holy Spirit was going to take this because he began to, to deal with me about slavery and freedom. Not the route that I thought. Not the route that I thought. He gave me one scripture, and that scripture was found in Exodus. Exodus chapter 9. Verse 1. You see, there comes a time in our lives where we need to stop playing church. Sometimes we'll come to a church gathering like this, and we'll come so we can see the fireworks, so we can see the hoop, hoop, hoop. But we don't come to get into the presence of God, to see what God really has in store for us. We don't come with the intentions that, God, I don't want to leave this place the same way I came in. God, I came in here with some baggage I intend to leave at the altar. God, I came in here with some things on my heart and my mind that I'm dealing with out in the world that I need you to take care of. Oftentimes, we don't come in here with that attitude. We come in here like, fix me. You do. You go. You give. But on today, God wants you to give. He wants you to go. He wants you to do. Amen? Because as I was thinking about the history of America, the history of black people, the history of the church, there's slavery involved in all of it. Think about it. But I'm not celebrating. I'm acknowledging that fact because it's true. But what I'm celebrating is victory. I'm celebrating the victory because we truly left one stage walking into another. And if y'all don't understand what that means, that is an exodus. Do y'all hear me? That's an exodus. We're leaving one going into the other. And we need to leave that thing with the victory. Because I I preached a sermon, I don't know, three or four weeks ago about we're not walking into it. We're walking into the victory. And I just want you to be mindful of that as I read this one verse of scripture. I need somebody to keep praying for me. Because there is hindrance against this like no other. I got one scripture, and I want y'all to listen to me. Think about your lives. Think about your children. Think about your grandchildren. Think about your family situation. Think about your loved ones that, that you know that are not saved, the things we go through. Chapter 9, verse 1, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord God of Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me let my people go that they may serve me not so they can look cute not so they can have everything that they think they need not so they can just be on the pews not just so they can just shout hallelujah so that they may serve me come on church let my people go. And if you remember the story, just a little bit of detail, because I don't have a lot of time. I want to get right out of the way. God had spoken to Moses. Moses didn't think he was qualified, didn't think he could. He didn't think he was enough. He had already deemed himself not the one. But God chose him. God said, you are the very one. 
He began to complain. He began to, to say, well, you know, I stutter. I can't speak. I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a man that's been hiding and running. I'm just, I'm not all of that. God began to tell him, yes, I'll send your brother with you since you think that your, your stuttering and your speech impediment is an issue for me. Not that, that I can't handle that, but I am the I am, so I believe that I can handle it. But since you, since you seem that that is a problem, I will send your brother with you. So he sends Aaron with him. God tells this man to go to Pharaoh. Now, mind you, they had been in bondage for over 400 years. God told Moses to get up, go to Pharaoh, and say, let my people go. Nervous, scared, fearful, not wanting to do it. In fact, he ran. He didn't want to do it. God had to speak to him through a burning bush. He did not want to go. He did not want to do it. However, he got there. He did it. Pharaoh denied that request. Pharaoh denied that request. Each time that they went, he said, no. God said, every time you go, I'm going to send a plague. I'm going to send a plague. I'm going to send a plague. No, no. In fact, he made things harder for him every time he came, amen? Another plague came. He, he would just refuse and refuse and refuse and refuse. But because God had given Moses a word, he was relentless. He had no choice. He had to go and be obedient to what God has already told him, Amen. Because it wasn't about Moses, if you understand. Moses, remember, Moses was the one that should have been dead. He was the one that should have been dead at birth. But he was placed in a place of safety. He was placed in a place of safety until this particular time. They said that he was taken to the Pharaoh's house and he was raised there by the daughter of Pharaoh. So he knew what type of people he was dealing with. He didn't care. He di- it didn't matter because God had given him a word. You need to go tell him to let my people go so they can come out here and worship me. And that was all that God intended for Moses to do. But you understand that that same request, that same mandate that God placed on Moses, he had placed on us. Because, see, when we get free, when we get free, it's not just so we can get free. And so we can get free and go lend a hand and go get some more people so they can walk out into freedom so that they may worship God too. All right? And so this is, this is how this process goes. He goes in. He does his thing. He refuses. He refuses. He refuses. God sends a plague. God sends a plague. He gets them out finally. They get out. They get out. You ever been bound? Have you ever been bound? So when I'm telling you that somebody got free, you ought to be a little bit excited about it. I've been bound with things before. I still got some issues. God ain't done with me yet. I still got stuff I'm trying to deal with. I'm trying to deal with things that I should allow God to deal with. That's my, that's my hang-up. Come on. That's, that's my hang-up. But the thing is, God has mandated us to go. He said, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. So I'm just going to bring this down to the now. We need to be telling Satan to let God's people go. All right? And I know sometimes we don't say we shouldn't speak to the devils and we shouldn't speak to the demons. Well, I do, and you should too. Jesus did. In the garden, 
when he tempted him, he spoke to him. He didn't just say, wow, that's a big devil. He actually spoke to him. He reverberated the word. He told him, no, 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 this is what the word says. It is written. It is written. And that's the same attitude that we should have. Do you understand what I'm saying to you this morning? We need to have that same mindset that, you know what, you a big devil. My God is bigger. And the word of God says that no weapons formed against me shall prosper. So it doesn't matter how big my situation is, how bad the storm is. <laughs> God's in the boat and he's resting with peace. So therefore, I am in peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all feel me? Come on. Come on, church. Y'all got y'all to walk this out with me. Because I'm telling you right now, there are many of us dealing with things that we should not deal with. We know that there are things that we should not deal with. We have family members, we have friends, we have co-workers, and I keep reverberating the same thing because that's what he gives me. What are we doing about those that are not set free? There are still people in captivity, and we sit here in church shouting or sitting or looking or, or just waiting for me to give a good hallelujah moment. No, 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 no. We're supposed to be out there telling the devil, set my people free. Come on, church. We should be saying, you know what? God, this is my child. This is my spouse. This is, this is my parent. This is whomever it is that you need to be praying for. It might be you. You might be the one standing in need of prayer. You might be the very one. Y'all act like y'all don't believe it because y'all ain't never been bound. Or maybe it's this. Oh, Holy Spirit. Let me, maybe you ain't free. Maybe you don't know what freedom sounds like. I'm free. I know what freedom sounds like. Remember the night when the young lady, I can't even remember her name. Um, her name's Amy Jo, too. Her name is Amy Jo. The sound of laughter of somebody that's been bound. The sound of joy that somebody's been bound, that's the sound of freedom. The sound of men and women of God that have been saved from their sin, snatched out of the hands of the enemy, that has been healed and delivered, the sound of freedom should be at least a hallelujah up in here. At least a hallelujah. At least a waving of the hand, at least a, a patting of the foot, at least a, mm, a grunt or something, because that's how good God is, amen? I don't know about y'all, but I'm full this morning. Had a little bit of trouble getting started because that's what the enemy does. He knows that there's freedom in this house this morning. And not just for you and not just for me, but for those out there. Because he gave me specific, specific instructions. Specific instructions to follow. And how do I know that it worked? Because the I am that I am has sent me here. <laughs> that's how I know. <laughs> And how do I know that his word is true? Because the Bible tells me that he is the truth and life. He is the truth and the life. So if I'm in him and he's in me, all I got to do is walk this thing out. Speak what he says, speak, walk it out. Amen? Y'all, mm, my God. So this is what I'm going to do. Because y'all don't appear to be with me this morning, but I'll shop by myself. I'll take these little cute earrings, these little half-done heels off, and I'll run this place ragged. I do not care. I know what I know what I know what I know. I'm free. 
I want you free. I want others free. There is freedom. The Bible said where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. If his spirit is alive and well, there is freedom in this house. There is freedom. There is liberty in this house. And that same freedom and liberty is available to any and all. I once was blind, but now I see. Come on, do you see? I was lost, but I now I'm found. Come on. That's shouting news. <laughs> that's shouting news. Miss Connie, that's shouting news. <laughs> it's shouting news. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Think about it. Sometimes the enemy will get you so wrapped up in who you are and what you're doing that you cannot see around you. You can't see that people are in trouble. You can't see a a drowning person because of the water. You can't see them because of the splash and, and all that. You can't see them because of the chaos. But if you're walking in the anointing of God, there's such a peace because you have clear, concise instruction and direction from Holy Spirit. It may look crazy. It may sound crazy. But you know what to do. You know how to handle this because God has already given you instructions. Amen? So think about that. Think about it. When everything is going crazy and you can't figure out how to do it, you can't figure it out because it's not up to you to figure out. We got to lean on him. We got to lean on the Holy Spirit for leading and guiding. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 10 and 27, it talks about the anointing. It talks about, uh, it talks about the anointing that, that there should be such an anointing that people don't have to come and, and take the yoke off of you. That you should be so full, of, full of, of the anointing of God that it should just snap. Do you understand what I'm saying? We should be so fat. That anointing means to smear on or rub on or rub in or whatever. You should be so full of him that you can just stand up, snap. You should just take a step, snap. You should go to pray for somebody, snap. You should just be so full of him that they say, oh, look at that fat girl. Not fat girl, but fat in the anointing. In the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You don't have to wait for a preacher. You don't have to wait for a prophet. You don't have to wait for an evangelist. You are qualified. Snap. That we are qualified to break every chain because God says that he has given us the authority to do that. He has given it to us. He's given us. He took all the keys. He said, here are my sons and my daughters. Here are my brothers and my sisters. Here, you go set the captives free. The story of Paul and Silas, think about this for just a quick minute. There's many of them. There's Paul and Silas. There's Esther. There's uh, Joseph. Think about all the people that were in captivity in some sort of way, and they prayed, and they praised their way through, and they were not in it for self. Where was Joseph? His own brothers threw him in a pit and sold him off. Come on, Esther. Esther, she did not care if she had to risk her life on behalf of her people. Paul and Silas sitting in jail, it's like, okay, we're here, let's, what are we going to do? We're going to praise God. 
We're going to praise God in the midst of this storm. That's what we're going to do. We're going to praise God and we're going to pray. So in the midst of all of the chaos, in the midst of all of the things that go on in our life, in the midst of all of the situations we find ourselves in, we need to pray and praise because it's not about us. It's about who we can set free. If you remember the story of Paul Asides, that they began to pray and praise, the Bible says at midnight something happened. At midnight something happened. It says that the, the doors fell open. It fell open. They were, come on. That means people can get up and walk out. They ain't got to ask for permission. They were afraid. They were afraid to leave. And sometimes you got to understand, people are afraid to walk out of what they all, they've always known. They're afraid to walk out into the unknown of freedom. They're afraid to walk out and say, you know what, God's got me. They're afraid of that. But you and I know God really does. We know God's got that. And that's what we should be proclaiming to others. Tell them, come on out, baby. Come on out. You free. Come on. I was bound too. Let me show you what freedom sounds like. Come on out, baby. Let me show you what freedom is all about. Because there is a sound of freedom. And it may be different for each one of us. It may be different for, for what you stand in need of being free from. Your freedom is going to sound different than my freedom. Whatever you stand in need of, you need some freedom. And I think about our children, I think about our loved ones, I think about, because I'm tired of the enemy wreaking havoc into my family. And I look at my adult children, they were raised in the church, they know God. Y'all hear me, they know God, y'all know me, y'all know my mama and my daddy. They know God, but sometimes they do silly, dumb stuff. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not okay with that. And they will tell me, when they get to doing real dumb, they'll say, Mama, don't pray. They don't even tell me what they're doing. Mama, don't pray. I'm already on it. Because why? Because they know, without knowing the scripture, I don't know if they remember the scripture, but the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And so I began to press in. I began to pray up. And they're saying, I know I got to call Mama. What happened? I'm like, what you saying? God is good, baby. You all right. Shake it off. You all right. Because I want them free, too. I want them free. Don't you want, to, don't you want your, your family free? Look at them. You know they're not happy. They may, they may smile, but they can't be happy if they're not free. If they're bound, they are not free. I'm tired of seeing drugs and depression and, and all kinds of addiction, all kinds of perversion running rampant through my family. And y'all can play like y'all good if you want to, but my family's toe up. I came from that. I was toe up. Still got some issues because of that. I want freedom for my house, for my home. And that's everything included. Everything with my name on it. Everything that's got blood of mine run through, I want them free. I want them free. Don't you want your people free? Don't you want them free? I don't care if they're good moral standard with the world. Are they saved? Do they know Jesus as their Lord and Savior? They need freedom. If they're sick in their body and they don't have to be, they need freedom. If they're bound with demonic oppression, they need freedom. Come on, church. If they broke, they need freedom. They need freedom. They need to, to, to be rid of the mindsets and the strongholds that bind them. They need freedom. We need freedom, church. 
We need freedom. Set my people free in the name of Jesus. Set my people free. And until the church stands up in their authority that God has already given them, we're going to have bound people. We're going to have bound, tore up churches. Because you know why? Because we're sitting in bound, tore up churches, bound, tore up. That's why. Come on, church. Anybody in the house want to be free today? Anybody in the house feel like they can stand up and shout freedom for their loved ones, for their families, for their neighbors, for their coworkers, for the, the stranger in the line at Walmart, for the people at the doctor's office that you just see that are aching and pain? How many times did you go and pray with them? Freedom. We need freedom. Freedom. We don't have to be bound. We don't have to be bound. There's such an anointing in this house. There's such an anointing, rich anointing in this house. That because you came in, because you came into this atmosphere, something should change. Something should happen. I know when I come in, things might throw me off. I expect one thing, God does another. Because he is sovereign. He can do what he wants to do. I'm not the boss. He is. Amen? And I'm okay with that. But we need to be free. Come on, I just need somebody to, to reverberate, set my people free. I just need to hear you say it. I just need to hear you say it. Because if you don't need freedom, sit. Quiet. Silence. If you don't have family, friends, loved ones, neighbors, whatever, that need freedom, quiet. This house should be rioting right now. Set my people free, God. Set my family free, God. Set them free, God. Whom the Son set free is free indeed, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing. Thank you for holding. Thank you, God, for peace. Thank you, God, for your provision. Thank you, God, for freedom. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So my next thing is if you really want your people free, stand to your feet. Because we're going to close this thing out early because I've done what God tells me to do. And I, this is what I want. You don't even have to play. I want you to be a participant. I, don't, I want to free you up. I just want to free everybody up to, 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 you know, we have these altars and we don't often use them. But there might be some stuff in you. There might be some stuff in you and I that, that we need to get on the altar and let God burn it. I remember the last thing that I said, wow, the other night when Brother David had me pray, wow, was burn it. Burn it all. Anything in me, God, that's not pleasing to you, anything in me, God, that is not of you, burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it all. There might be things that you need to get on the altar and burn because there is such an anointing in here. Brother Lowell is forever on the altar. The man is in his night and he's still craving more of God. He's still, still seeking God at the altars. Why? Because he told me one day, he said, this thing just, just changed my whole way of thinking. He sits on the altar. He calls on the Lord because why? He wants to be a sacrifice unto God. He doesn't want the fire of the altar to ever go out. And then when Brother David was preaching that the way he preached it, it meant a whole lot of something to me. Because I see Brother Lowe gets up there. He gets up there almost every time there's an altar call or an opening. He's there 90 
two or three years old, I want to be that hungry for God. I want to be that hungry for freedom for others. I want to be that hungry to see the captives set free. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is what I'm going to do. This is what he told me to do. The altars are open. There might be things in your life that you need to rid of and you know you need to rid of, but you're afraid and you even go to the point you think, well, they don't know, so I'll just hang on to that. God knows. I'm not your judge and your jury. God knows the things that you need to leave at the altar. Let him burn that thing up out of you so that you can leave here a different way than you came in. Amen? And the second thing that I want to do, the weirdest thing, but I said under sat with, worked with Pastor Tommy for seven years, so I'm, I'm bound to be a little weird sometimes. So that's just, just how it goes. <laughs> okay, so he told me to get red material cloth or something. I almost got red napkins, but I thought if they get napkins wet, it'll be destroyed. If they get oil or something on it, it'll be destroyed. So I went and got some little tablecloths, some little cheapy. Y'all know me, I'm dollar store queen. I went and got some tablecloths, and I cut them up. They are red. He said red. They are red. And I want you to know what this red represents. This is what he told me. Okay, help me, Holy Spirit, to get this right. It represents freedom. It represents the anointing of Jesus Christ. And it's also the blood, that victory banner. All right? So when you come and get these, because you got to come and get them. I ain't doing all the work for you. Y'all got me up here sweating. I did my part. (laughs) When you come out of your seat to get one of these. I've prayed on them. I've laid my hands on them. I believe what God said, that when you take these, it's a point of connection. It's not these little plastic cloths. It's not anything I said. It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit that will break the yokes. Now, you can take them to your house, or you can pass them out to your kids. You can put them in your car. You can give them to your coworkers. I don't care. The anointing will break yokes. Okay? So this is how I'm going to do. If you need to be at the altar, I'm going to pray with you. I may get on my knees and pray also because there's some things I'm still, I'm still in need of. All my folks ain't in church yet. All my folks ain't free yet. But they coming. So I need you, mamas and daddies, to start speaking your children's name in freedom. I need you, you, you nanas and papas, to start speaking your grandbaby's name. I need you children, you young folks, start speaking your parents' names and say freedom. Y'all hear me? This ain't about no dose. This is about everybody. So I want you young, young folks who got two, three, two youngins in here, three. I want y'all to speak your parents' name. I want you to speak. You don't need nobody to lay hands on you today. You don't need nobody to, to usher you up front today. You need to get up out your seat, take your own two little feet that brought you in here, and come get your own red cloth. And do this in agreement that wherever you place these, you can place it in your Bible. And when you see it, you st- just start praying for whomever that you say freedom. Oh, you just start speaking your, 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 the name and start saying freedom. Oh, the blood of Jesus covers you. Just start speaking freedom over them. Amen? Just start speaking freedom over them. Because there's an anointing. There's an anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. There is an anointing in him. 
And we don't need no, no music. We don't need no hoopla. We just need to be obedient. Amen? So come on. This is how I'm going to close this thing. I'm going to pray, and you come on and get your, your cloth.